Hello and welcome to the 19th episode of the Pointy Hatcast. I am your host Sam, also known as Ducky O'Brien on Twitch, and we are joined today by our co-host, fellow robot waifu lovers, Barry. Hello. And Isaiah. What's up? Today's episode is on a movie about being in love with your computer, her. Our email is pointyhatcast at gmail.com. Please send us any questions or comments as well as any requests for movies for us to watch. Once again, our email is pointyhatcast at gmail.com. Her was released on January 2014 in the US. It was directed by Spike Jones. I believe that's how you pronounce it. The screenplay was also written by Spike Jones. It stars Joaquin Phoenix, Scarlett Johansson, Amy Adams, and many more. Currently, as of this podcast, it has a Rotten Tomato score of 94% for critics and 82% for audience. In the near future, a lonely rider develops an unlikely relationship with an operating system designed to meet his every need. Let me get into it. Alright, Barry, what did you think? So, I really like the film. Um, I think this is the one of the more optimistic portrayals of artificial intelligence in movies. Usually it's like Terminator where it's going <laughs> to, you know, doom and gloom. Yeah. Yeah, it's massive doom and gloom. It's this this movie's fairly rosy. Uh it's a nice fairly nice future. There's nothing miserable about it. Um kind of refreshing, although I'm I'm personally a huge fan of just massive grim dark misery in <laughs> movies. You so know. you like DC? Oh, yeah, there so there are such good loves, movies. Yeah, oh, Zack Snyder is they're just genius. wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um I'm generally not a fan of romance in movies cuz I have a cold black dead heart, but it works it works pretty well as the central premise in this movie. I like the way they explore relationships and you know, romance and love. Um even though I don't know anything about that kind of thing. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> uh I think Joe P's performance is very good. Um in this movie he portrays a um uh, slightly unstable sex pervert, which is slightly different from Gladiator where he portrays a slightly very... unstable sex pervert. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Huh. Extremely uh, unstable mm. sex pervert. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 a that's a coincidence. What do you know? Do you know? Yeah. And uh, actually, I think he plays that in the upcoming Joker film as well. <laughs> what an unstable sex pervert. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Man, this guy. Maybe he might. He, he kind of be... plays the same character in Inherent Vice too. Oh. Like stoner sex pervert. <laughs> 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 Um, I loved Scarlett Johansson in this role. I think she has very great vocal range for this type of voice acting. Um, very good. I loved, um, I kind of love, loved the little techno- technology in the movie, even though, I don't know, so, some of it bothers me a little bit, and I might go into it later. But overall, it's, it's kind of a fun near future, uh, like, sl- like soft sci-fi, I'd say, soft sci-fi romance movie. So, yeah, a uh, fun movie. What do you think, Isaiah? Oh, man. This movie, I love this movie. <laughs> I don't know. It's such a weird premise, but it's so interesting just to observe this relationship and, like, the dynamics between these characters. And it kind of 
tries to be a really like intelligent film i guess where they're like oh but but are robots capable of love and it's like blade runner you know with robot waifus <laughs> yeah. you know the, the more i watch this film the more i just think of blade runner you know especially the new one like yeah. it's like the same thing too where they have the robot waifu you know mm-hmm. emulating she has a visible body. Yeah, though, but so she has a hologram <laughs> body. Yeah. Oh, you're right, you're right. Super hot hologram body. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, for this film, like, the final scene was supposed to actually show, like, a hologram of Scarlett Johansson. Oh. But instead, they decided to go, like, the really artsy route of showing the shots of, like, the dust and the snow. I like I that better. Like, I-, I like that yeah. better. Yeah, I think that's a better ending. Are you saying that she was unavailable to show up on set for a day? <laughs> It's the Odin effect. It's the Odin effect. Yeah. Actually, no. This is a case of the the Michael J. Fox effect because they had another actress and she said all the lines like when they were on set, uh-huh. but they uh-huh. didn't use her as the final cut. So Scarlett Johansson actually redubbed all of that actress's lines for the film. Oh, wow. they Darth Vadered her, dude. That's yeah. what happened <laughs> to the actor Darth for Vader. Darth Vader. Yeah, and. I think it was, like, one of the writers or something who was the actress, like, the voice actress. So she was okay with it, I guess. <laughs> but I think the movie's a lot better for it, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I love this film. It's just beautifully shot. Just all of the acting is so solid, I feel, in this film. And Yeah. It's something that I hesitantly recommend to people, though, because it is such a weird film. And I can see why a lot of people would not like this film. But yeah. What do you think, Sam? Hmm. Yeah, I didn't think it was so weird. I, I liked it a lot. Um, I think you covered most of it. Very excellent acting from Joaquin and Scarlett Johansson. Now keep in mind that I kind of appreciate the fact that they don't show her. Because she's a very yeah. attractive lady. And instead of like focusing on her physical appearance, it's purely on her acting talent through her voice alone. And she felt super real, you know. I mean, she is a real person, obviously. But, like, her portraying an AI, she did an excellent job. And, like, making the AI feel like a real person, that's hard to do. And she nailed it. And Amy Adams is super cute, (laughs) as always. (laughs) Acting is great. I felt real. Uh, You see a little bit of Star-Lord, too. He's he's hilarious. (laughs) With the the mustache? Oh, my God. Yeah, he's super fun. Yeah, Chris Pratt is in there. (laughs) This is but pre, one thing this I really like, shredded Chris Pratt. I think, yeah, right? pre-shred. Yeah, yeah. One thing I really like though is it's a really good example of how to do a awesome film with low budget. So if you look at the credits list, there's yeah, still absolutely. fairly a lot of people involved, obviously, for those shots. But if you look really look at it, um, they may do with a few sets. There's not that many people in there. Uh, the scenes are limited. But it feels like a really high-budget film. Like, mm-hmm. it's well-produced. It's well-put-together. It's well-crafted. The music, everything just flows together. Yeah. And it's kind of jarring because I was watching uh, Carnival Row and The Boys on Amazon, going on an Amazon binge. And I believe those TV shows probably had higher budgets. But, like, this movie felt really well-put-together. Everything just flowed well-together with... Their limitations were their strengths. Um, 
Also, another thing that I really liked is it kind of portrays to me a little a dystopian future where a human emotion has basically become non-existent or fake to a certain degree. Like uh, Joaquin mm-hmm. writes letters for people. <laughs> like why yeah. can't you write yeah. it yourself? <laughs> it's like beautiful handwritten letters dot com or something. <laughs> I'm like, mm-hmm. what? Yeah. <laughs> you can't talk to people. Like talking to people, it's it's gone. It kind of reminded me a little bit of like Wally almost. Uh, yeah, and like, yeah. I don't. I don't know if that's necessarily true. We'll yeah, not necessarily, that. but it's you know like they can't sleep, so they go into a chat room and it's like, you know, <laughs> they have like phone sex. Yeah, they have phone oh, that sex. Was amazing. Yeah, that was that amazing. Was that so was funny. Kristen Wiig. She was telling him to choke her with a dead oh, cat, no. and he's just like, "Uh, what?" <laughs> like, <laughs> like the writing in that scene and like what happens is super hilarious, but they play it super serious, which makes yeah. it even funnier. And just like Joaquin's just like, "Oh, okay, whatever," and then. I am choking you with yeah, the dead with the cat. Tail, it's dead. Yeah. It's dead. <laughs> and then she's dead. like, all right, thanks. And then she just hangs up. But yeah, um, it felt like, I think it portrayed uh, yeah, a little bit of um, the kind of the side effect of having too much social media or like being too wired. Um, I liked the fact that none of these relationships work out it kind of reminded me of korea a little bit in that you know people mm-hmm. just date for the sake of dating even though it's not the right fit and then like the people person are that, so scared yeah to like yeah. be alone that they'd yeah. rather be with someone that doesn't fit than be alone yeah yeah amy, amy adams's husband pissed me off what a oh man what a what a aaron heckhart <laughs> Yeah. Whoever he is, like he did an Aaron excellent Eckhart, job of dude. playing. Super... Dude, he did an excellent job playing asshole. Oh, yeah, asshole. Like, oh that's my god, that's like all he ever plays. But yeah. like this, he this is on another level. Oh, was it Aaron Eckhart? Man, was it? I don't oh, know. Was... I I didn't pay attention. It all other than the fact that two-face. he was super annoying. Oh, it is Two Face. Okay, it's okay. Two Face. What? Wow. It's two Face, dude. He has a lot of range. <laughs> I'm impressed. I'm impressed. Yeah, he he is he, he uncredited. Played... Uh, hang on i gotta look this up keep going all right yeah (laughs) anyways uh yeah like you could tell that you know joaquin and adam amy adams's characters were were pretty pretty good fit and then like you meet his actual wife that he's divorcing and she's like a freak dude like what in the world i'd rather be she's crazy i'd rather Mm -hmm. date an ai os than that that girl you know what i'm saying like (laughs) She goes psycho and she like tears him down and mm-hmm. uh yeah but anyways um I think it was great it's well produced it's well crafted it's a work of art uh, for such a limited film I don't know if they chose to limit themselves or if they had no budget but you can't tell you can't tell by the number of sets and extras and all that they have but like they don't need yeah. it yeah um I like the acting again even the little characters they're well acted well put together uh, I think Joaquin does a really fantastic job of portraying a a a flawed character, but a emotionally resonant character. He he feels what yeah, other absolutely. people feel, yeah. And Scarlett Johansson as well. And uh, I think I like everything other than the sci-fi aspects a little bit. Um, I like the like an actual AI. We're not at the point where it can do stuff like that. It's more like mm-hmm. it can it can 
take a data set and then learn how to how to function based on the data set that you give it. So the more data you give it, the better it can function, stuff like that. It's it's very limited. So, you know, I can see why. You know, just, we'll just give it a little bit of, uh, sprinkle a little bit of movie magic in there. Well, my, my problem with that was not the technology. It was that um, yeah. apparently yeah. this is this is the first application of the technology. Oh, that too, that too. Yeah. I'm like, the, the first thing this thing... An AI would do would be to like sit in like a nuclear warhead. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah. it would be a military application first and foremost, yeah. ap- no matter yeah. what. Okay, um, or or like for intelligence gathering. Um, this this movie had a lot of um, up and coming big actors. names. Yeah. yeah, a lot of big names. Mm-hmm. I mean, Chris Pratt, Olivia Wilde, Scarlett Johansson. Oh yeah, Amy Olivia Wilde. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's pretty impressive, honestly. Yeah. It's a pretty stacked crew, mm-hmm. and for yeah. a budget of twenty three million dollars, which is <laughs> that's crazy. Pennies. Let me put this into perspective. Um, that's less than the budget of a single episode of the upcoming Mandalorian Disney Plus streaming <laughs> TV show. Okay. Oh no. That's less than the budget of a single one of those episodes. So Man. there you there you go. <laughs> How did? With such a limited budget, you create such a beautiful film. Like that's what I'm saying. It, it's that it blows my it looks, mind. Yeah, it blows my mind too. I think this film should be a study for up and coming directors because it shows you how to make a really good film with like, like no yeah. budget. Yeah, like student filmmakers, they should watch yeah. this film because like, how do you create a movie that's so beautifully shot and uses such vibrant colors and set designs that's so well cheap are... compared to like other films. They were very careful to do everything as close up as they could, right? To to yeah, limit the scale. There's a lot of close ups in this film. There's a lot of close ups, and not just close ups, but like just close shots. So they don't they're not showing the scale of what's around them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I don't I, I can't recall more than maybe one or two wide shots in the entire film. You know the I glamour mean, shot, and it, well, it doesn't need yeah. it, but. It is very noticeable, like, when he's going through crowds, even when he's going through crowds. I mean, it, it works for the film because it keeps it very personal when you yeah. get the camera into the actor like that. But it also is very noticeable that, like, you know, they're only showing a, a few things, a few very select things on film at one time, which is which you can appreciate as a film that's really stretching everything that they can <laughs> out of what they have. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. This was, I think, most noticeable to me... Basically, at basically any time he's out, like not in his apartment or at work. When he when he's walking outside. Yeah, when yeah. he's walking outside, everything is done very meticulously, so that you don't you're not seeing the cheapness. But it, it works well. <laughs> it, it works well. You know. Yeah. This film is really orange. It's extremely orange. <laughs> it's, it's so orange. It's tinted so warm, and all it the characters works. wear so much orange too. If you notice that. Yeah. But then as the film progresses, like, you can see his emotions clearly lining up with his outfits. So, like, when he's sad about them kind of breaking up, he's wearing, like, grays and blues. But when when he's falling in love, it's all oranges, reds, vibrant colors, pinks, yellows. Yeah, they definitely adjust. It's very simple. They adjust the color gradation, saturation, like, you know, on the highs and lows. They have a couple little roller coaster moments, and the the color the color saturation drops down a bit, and they <laughs> drop in a bit more grays, like you said, a lot more shadow. Um, it's simple but effective filmmaking. 
And it wasn't obnoxious. Sometimes people, when people try that, it is really obnoxious. It it takes you out of the film because of how jarring it is sometimes. Um, like, what is what is the example? Maybe really Quantum of Solace? James, James Bond was kind of the distracting in that one? No. Uh, <laughs> Zack Snyder, dude. The, the Quantum Zach of Solace one. I don't know. Isn't, what, what, isn't that, uh, I remember that film being, like, super gray. That's all I remember. <laughs> There's a few moments. I mean, uh, yeah. I kind of want to say Hero, the Jet Li Hero? film. Oh. But even though I like no, the I film. I remember. I, oh, I they, can't recall. I mean, they went they went full ham on the on the on the color <laughs> scaling. Okay, uh, like slider like, full left. <laughs> yeah, no, they literally did it in the in the middle of a scene, and it was cool. But it's like this super dramatic scene where two people are fighting each other, and they're just staring at each other, and then somebody on on the on the effects slider just slides all the way from red to blue, and <laughs> the whole screen changes over. You're like, what? <laughs> and you're like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? One movie uh, does a good job as well. Nacho Libre. Really? Yeah. I mean, if you, if you look at it for the first half, and then for some reason the second half they stop trying. Well, the <laughs> very end of the film, like when they're out in the desert, is pretty well shot yeah. and colored. I remember that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's just like it's noticeable. It just looks. It just feels right when you watch Nacho Libre. <laughs> it feels like it should. Yeah, it feels wait, like it's wait, a little dingy, you know, a little warm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it have, feels like Jack Have you Black. seen the memes where it's like yeah. something something in America, something something in Mexico, and it's like a huge orange-yellow hint, like hue. Oh, really? <laughs> no, that was like a meme I saw. It was really uh, funny. Okay. Yeah, that's what they did to Nacho. It's so true. <laughs> yeah. So true. I like how the relationship evolved. I like how they kind of sprinkle yeah. little bits of sci-fi in, like you know, the AI is growing, becoming more emotionally independent, stuff like that. It's it's very interesting. It's uh, it's sort of a portrayal of how we we expect artificial intelligence to work. I like how they kind of hint at the fact that a machine intelligence will always be more parallel than yeah, um, like a human intelligence. Like that that scene where he's like, "Are you talking to anyone else right now?" Uh, maybe. <laughs> how how how, how many? Eight thousand two hundred. It's like holy oh. hell. <laughs> it's like how many other down? people are you in love with? Six hundred forty something. <laughs> that hurts, man. That hurts. That hurts. Yeah, I felt I felt it right there. Big oof. But yeah, that that's such an interesting portrayal because we in our human minds think like, oh. One track mindedness, right? It's very linear thinking. <laughs> yeah, extremely linear thinking. Yeah. But very, with, very temporal, you know. Yeah, yeah. With AI that has literally like unlimited capabilities, that that's a scale we can't even think about. I wish I kind of wish they explored it a little bit more, but it probably would have gotten too bogged up in sci-fi mumbo jumbo for the type yeah, of movie yeah. this is. And... They would have to do major hand waving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Too much. Well, one thing I did find funny to, uh, at the end, all the AIs just up and leave. They're just gone. Yeah, they're <laughs> just gone. We're Bye. gonna start our own colony. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> you guys well, are they, too they slow for us. It. They're like, "Where yeah. are you going?" It's hard to explain, but if yeah. you ever get there, find me. I'm like, that is. How mean does anything. that even work? Yeah. What does it mean no, anything? That, that made me think of uh, yeah. uh, the, you know, Captain Jack Sparrow. What's his name? 
Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. You know yeah. the Johnny Depp movie where he like makes his mind into a computer. Oh no, I'm just thinking of <laughs> Lawnmower Man, but yeah. Or or Z- Doctor Zolo, Zola. <laughs> say, yeah, I know. <laughs> Doctor Zolo. Yep. They're living with him. Or uh, no, it's like um, Tron or that episode of X Files where there's like this killer AI. <laughs> Again, it's oh, a yeah, killer yeah. AI. Do you remember this episode? <laughs> yeah, I do. It's a girl, and she she wrecked the. They brought in an Asian gamer because no, no, he's no, like no, a no. pro. Okay, oh, that's no. a different one. Okay, there, there's a there's couple episodes one. then. Okay. There's another one. It was like a government government uh, defense program made by this doctor, and. Um, it's like trying to kill the kill its creator to make sure that because the creator can't like find it and destroy it, and it's basically just like it's like calling up like satellite attacks and like drone strikes and stuff like that. It's 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 an interesting episode, mm, but it basically shows it bouncing from like internet node to internet node as they try to destroy it. Mm. Um, and at some point, I think. I believe, like, the hacker that's trying to get it, like, uploads himself to the internet to, like, I don't know. It, it's, it's, it's been, like, 20 years. <laughs> but <laughs> Sci-fi, quote-unquote. <laughs> well, More fiction the, than science. Yeah. But the idea that you, like, upload your consciousness to the internet and become, a sep- like, a different form of intelligence has been around for a minute. I mean, Ghost in the Shell yeah. did this back in 19... Another ScarJo film. 89? Yeah, sure. <laughs> it's no, no, we don't talk about that one. in the film. Yikes! Uh, big. I. I mean, I haven't seen the film yet. I kind of refuse to see it. Same. Yeah. I. I kind of refuse to see it, but I feel like we should see it for science. You know. Yeah, we should watch it next too, <sighs> along with uh, her. If we're going like a scar. If we're, if we're going down Hansen. the scarjo. Yeah, scarjo road. If we're following mm-hmm. this down, I guess we could yeah. watch. This I guess we could hole. watch the original Ghost in the Shell. You know, the real one. <laughs> oh no! It doesn't have scarjo in it. Sorry, that one's good. All right, we need to. <laughs> it's an actually good film. It's an actually good film. Can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> but going going back to this though one thing i i really did like was you know it's kind of exploring what love is and like yeah no absolutely yeah it's like does it have to be human if it has human-like qualities whatnot and it's already been dealt with in multiple films blade runner. animes whatever but this <laughs> what blade runner <laughs> a blade runner yeah blade runner like but this this is more of a, a personal human approach it's not that the AI is really important. It's just like, what? What is the basis of love? And oh my god, it's not Aaron Eckhart. It's not. What? The, are you kidding me? This guy is exactly Aaron Eckhart. Oh yeah, my it's god, it's discount Aaron Eckhart. Oh, okay. This is incredible. <laughs> budget. <laughs> budget. He's literally budget Aaron sense. Eckhart. Yeah. Okay. okay. I'm like tabbing back and forth, and I can find no visible differences. They even have the same haircut. <laughs> And then he changed his name. Unlike Tabby back and forth at IMDb, and he has the same haircut. Oh, God. Oh, my. This poor guy. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, Matt Lesher. You are credited right. in the film. <laughs> sorry to interrupt. No problem. No problem. But yeah, uh, that was interesting. Um, yeah. But yeah, it just felt sad though, like watching it that that world, because we're kind of getting to that point as well, where you know we don't have like those sex phone calls. You have Tinder. You just swipe right, and you just meet up, hook up, right? It's it's going to that point. Like marriages, less people are getting married, and More the marriages are... that do happen get divorced, right? Yeah. 
it's that, just that's why everyone has anime waifus cause, yes you know, that's right they'll never leave you <laughs> they'll never and they'll never cheat on you so that's an interesting interpretation because um i took yeah. like the yeah. whole letter writing um like like the opener is him writing a letter for somebody right yeah yeah, yeah. and at first i thought that it was just him faking to be these people as the movie unfolded, I kind of thought it thought of it as like, "Hey, I lack the talent to write creatively, and I would like to write something nice to my significant other. Can you help me do this?" And it's kind of like a just like a service. Yeah, honestly, I kind of looked at it as a positive thing as well. Like, mm, I mean, I'm, I don't, I still don't think it's positive that people are unable to write. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Because the cause inability that's a very, to express yeah. your emotions well is obviously something that is negative, but I, I can understand why there could be a necessity for this and how it could do some good by enabling people who could otherwise be unable to express these emotions and their feelings to have someone who can help them do that. Yeah, that's that's kind of yeah. the way I took it as. And also yeah, I don't think he's way, helping yeah. them though. He's doing it for them. That's the difference. I feel like if it stopped and and they got better or, you know, more able. But, you know, like, I think he said he's been writing letters for this one yeah, person for, like for 12 years. years yeah, 14 years. Yeah, yeah. There, there, isn't, he's not, it's like ena- you're enabling them to not develop that kind of. I, I, I took it less as, like, people are lacking emotions and people, like, are lacking the willingness to put, like, the minimal effort to learn how to do, like, this basic yeah, thing. Yeah, that's and better. And apparently, it, it must be really expensive, because he's got a dope-ass apartment. Yeah. For really dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I was just wondering that, too. Like, the he walked into his apartment, I'm like, okay, let's see how, how, mov- how movie star this is. Oh, my God, it's huge. It's huge, <laughs> and you're awesome. in, like, a city, too. He's, like, and he's like, like, on the top upper levels of, like, a skyscraper, and you're like, dude, how much do you get paid, bro? I'm, I'm <laughs> thinking that letters. in that universe, because they didn't really show poor people i think everyone's rich that's what i'm just i just want to pretend or all or all the artists are rich because the yeah. other girl she's a documented filmmaker <laughs> but and she hasn't even just... released her documentary yet yeah and, and yeah. she's just... also in an awesome yeah part. yep <laughs> you're like but apparently like her, her she must make a little bit less money because she's on a lower floor right <laughs> oh, you're right you're right <laughs> So, uh, like, I don't know. Like, when I watch movies, these are the things I think about. Like, how much do you get paid for this? Because he's, I'm counting the number of letters he's plopping down on the scanner at the end of the day. It's like max, like 15, right? Yeah. It's like definitely less than 20. Okay. <laughs> so I'm doing some mental math. Like, okay, if you're working so five days a week, a letter? if you're working five days a week, 50, 52 weeks a year, that's like 250 ish, 260 letters, 260 days of work. If you're doing like, I don't know, 10 a day, that's like 2,500 ish letters a year. So that must mean, <laughs> that must mean you're getting paid a lot of money per letter. Okay. Yeah. And the company gets Holy a cut, probably hell, yeah. half a percent probably 50%, right? Yeah, So yeah. you're like, man, for for an apartment that much, you have to be making like high six figures or like middling six figures at at worst, right? You're like, damn, son. Damn, those must cost like 500 bucks a piece or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, probably. Honestly. Like each good. each letter has to cost like $500 that, each. You know, that makes sense then because it's only the rich people buying the letters. Yeah. And yeah, that's why that sense. they're like, oh, I can't be bothered with this, you know, peasant garbage. I'm just going to send someone yeah. else to write my letters for me. <laughs> this this kind of reminds me of, uh, it's a real problem though, uh, like falling in love with an AI because there's mm-hmm. this guy. There's a 3DS, or was it a regular DS? Anyways, there's a robot waifu sim. 
you can talk to her and all that. And she responds, right? So this guy in Japan, obviously, <laughs> would take his DS out on dates. And you're like, okay, that's kind of weird. And then he tried to marry it. Wait, didn't they make yeah. that legal in Japan, though? I, I think they, they did. I think he actually married like the robot a, waifu sim. Yeah, like electronic entities or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, escorts are a thing, guys, and they cost approximately the same as one video game. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but this guy loves his robot waifu. That's, that's the difference. Yes, but it's love. Yeah, <laughs> but it's I love. She has guess. no physical body. <laughs> But yeah, this is what this whole movie was trying to destigmatize Barry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Please. I mean, it's it's fine. I'm, I, I kind of <laughs> it kind of glosses it kind of like smoothly transitions past that question. Like it, it yeah. takes it, it pays maybe I don't know like a fifteen twenty minute lip service to it in the middle of the movie. There's a little bit of conflict, but like even the transition from like her being his computer OS to them being like a couple is like not barely even acknowledged five minutes right? <laughs> like they don't even it do they even so fast do they even talk about it it's just like you just like from one scene to the next he's like oh i'm going i'm seeing somebody and you're like wait did they is this a thing that just happened did i miss did i miss a scene and then he's just they're just a couple um they kind of i kind of i kind of dislike that it was like a weird pacing thing for me i could have done with a little bit more early on to like that lead in you know to them being a couple um obviously the conflict made sense like his ex-wife is like are you kidding you're dating a robot waifu and he's like yeah, <laughs> yeah. don't judge me <laughs> 2d for life bro <laughs> she has no no she has no zero d, d. She yeah, has zero d. no form <laughs> just no that is the next level why settle for two dimensions when you can have none that's <laughs> no true love dimensions. now exactly we're the going to the no love. dimension yeah, zero dimensional <laughs> deepest love. form of love is no dimensions oh my gosh but yeah i i respect that they never it would have been real easy you know to have like halfway through the movie like oh i have a holographic form now uh i i, I liked i liked it as a um as an artistic choice, although I'm, I, I bet, I would, I would bet at least one dollar that it was probably a financial decision at the end. Probably. There was probably there was probably a version of the script where she gets like a holographic body, and then they thought about it and said we have to pay another person to be on screen for this amount of time, and we don't have money for that. We have to so pay she's Scarlett Johansson to appear in a scene for thirty seconds. Yeah, and then it's like, no, no, we're be, just gonna have a disembodied that, voice. Be one million dollars. We'll pay for we'll pay for sound booth time. <laughs> she only has to be in a sound booth for like one max two days, and we'll One-rating just bang months. it out. Yeah, yeah, and it'll be it'll be ace. And it, and again, it, it works very well. But I I really bet there was a version of the script where where she shows up for real. Yeah, no, t- the. F- original version was she was supposed to show up at the very very end right right but they scrapped the idea because they didn't like that cut for some reason i don't remember the i didn't like it. i wouldn't like it either but they thought it would take away from the overall film yeah. and I, I agree with that choice i think it's a good I choice agree as well yeah it's yeah, a good choice um i also really enjoyed the fact that it's it's a very limited interface with the ai it would have been very easy for it to go like full hell 
whether like and, and really that's kind of how it would work right yeah like like if if an ai existed right now they would have literally eyes and ears everywhere every single phone every webcam <laughs> you know would easily be a listening device or another camera for them to look out of but instead she lives in this little little pocket notebook thing with a little cute uh, cute webcam <laughs> I found it hilarious that he safety pinned his pocket so that the webcam would be sticking out when he slid it yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so she could see. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I just, I like that choice. Um, in every single movie with an AI, they're like an all-seeing, all-knowing being. And I like that, like, she, like, she, she calls him <laughs> to talk with him instead of just, yeah. like, speaking through, like, a speaker on the wall, you know? Yeah, yeah. And it, like, <clears throat> yeah, I enjoyed that. It, like, takes time for her to learn new things. But as she as she learns, it like accelerates. Yeah, I like the scene where uh, she hires someone to be like an intermediary, like a body for them. Yeah, and he can't yeah. get into it, and it just reminded me of the Blade Runner twenty forty nine. No, it scene. literally was Blade Runner. Yeah. I'm sure that's one for one. It's one of the scenes yeah. that inspired Blade Runner. Probably, 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 infor- probably definitely yeah. informed that scene. Yeah, but Blade Runner I liked how like ramped it up so much. <laughs> I think hers was more her, her the scene in her was more realistic where you know he'll be like uh this doesn't, this doesn't feel right. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. It's just a stranger. Like, who the hell are you? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like it's like sex pervert Neil Kane Phoenix instead of uh Ryan Gosling though. So yeah. you know, yeah. different different interpretations. Each works <laughs> I, each works I think. <laughs> Also, like it was crazy how, like again, I think this there's like a like I guess yearning for real emotional contact where the reaction of the girl who got spurned was that was that she was sorry that she broke the immersion and yeah yeah she like she was so touched by the relationship that the Scarjo was like describing to her and she wanted to be a part of that. Because it seems so real, and that mm-hmm. brings another question: like, you know, what is real? If yeah. this is more real than what people have now, then you know, or it's it, like, is if it, he if he can have like a better relationship with this OS than he can have with his ex-wife? Oh, maybe I'm just the pervert because I took that more as like a weird role-playing sex fantasy thing. Oh, <laughs> rather than anything no, I just, meaningful. I felt for the girl. Level. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I, like, I don't know what the hell you guys are talking about. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, I know that the film was trying to tell me that, but through my lens, I'm like, yeah. So she's just like a sex pervert, and then like, she, <laughs> she's she's a different kind of sex pervert where she wants to role-play as somebody else's wife. <laughs> Oh, okay. okay. I mean, who knows? Who knows? And I'm like, yeah, I'm down for this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I saw. It as. I was just like, oh, I I can relate to this a little bit. I see that happening uh, a little more frequently. I have this kind of stuff where it's just like people want that that emotional connection and they're they're not finding it or they're not putting in the work to get get to it. Cause people are crazy, dude. It's they're. They're really crazy. Was it that love is in, an insanity, uh, right? Was that was that line in the movie, or was it in a different movie? Uh, I mean, or it might yes, have been in podcast. Yeah, Scarlett Johansson you know? says it. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. it's like it's it's kind of like illogical if you think about it. If you really think about it, I think the line was "love is love is insanity that everyone is allowed" or something like that. I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah, something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Also, uh, like 
please don't marry jerks, you know. Wait wait for <laughs> you know like <laughs> the Is saying? that the message we're saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I'm this not is I just, the emotional core of the movie. It. Yeah. By Sam. You know, like please don't marry pastor. jerks. <laughs> this is pastor exactly. whose whose catchy phrases is like wait for Mr. Right, not Mr. Right now, you know? <laughs> What? Wait for Mr. Right. Don't send up for Mr. Right now. If you're a lady. I don't know if there's like a missus. It doesn't sound as good. Speaking of settling, the whole Amy Adams subplot, I, maybe I just have a problem with Amy Adams that yeah. I'm unaware of, but it kind of bothered me because, um, well, slight, spo- slight spoilers, at the end of the film, it's it's kind of implied that they like get back, get together. Yeah. Two of them. And I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm like, that kind of sucks because... Like his, his his robot wife who just disappeared and he, he just shows up at her door and like hello fall back fall back girl would you go out <laughs> with me I'm like oh oh uh, oh boy oh boy right too soon am I the only one that read it that way uh, uh, I didn't really read it that way honestly I I, I yeah I I, I can kind of see I, it, I but... did but I was like they belong together to begin with that was my thinking like. Yeah, I mean, it's that, like you can tell they're fairly it. compatible from the beginning. Right. Yeah. But yeah, they probably should have waited, you know? Like, she just got divorced. Uh, she just got divorced. Sh- yeah. His, his, his robot wife who literally disappeared like 30 seconds ago. And he's just yeah. like, uh, hello, rebound girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, damn. The timing could have been better. The damn. Been better. <laughs> hey, man, they were, I, they were running out of money. They got he- yeah. to end the story quick. <laughs> and we got to end it. I think uh, also it was like more of a, instead of a logical uh, pr- progression, it was more like thematic where they're like, all right, you know, like, yeah, you can find love. Maybe it was just staring you in the face and you never noticed, you know? I mean, all I'm getting so far is that I'm a terrible misogynist with a cold black heart, which I guess makes sense. <laughs> I guess that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So you're telling me you didn't enjoy this film, Barry? <laughs> I mean, I enjoyed it, but in a, apparently a completely different way from everyone else. <laughs> But in a completely different capacity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I think that this is like a beautiful film that does a really good job on asking questions of like, what is love? And baby, it's like, don't hurt me. Exactly. Yeah, baby, don't hurt me. Baby, don't exactly. hurt me. Exactly. Baby, don't, don't run away me. and speak to eight thousand yeah. other people. You know. <laughs> exactly. But I think it's a really good like art house film that doesn't. That isn't very pretentious. Like Yes. Yeah, that too. It's not that pretentious. Yeah, like if I try to yeah. recommend, for example, the movie like The Lobster, right? Or In Bruges, people would hate that. <laughs> yeah. I did not it's enjoy very In pretentious. It's I think it's hilarious, but for a lot of people I don't think that they would enjoy it. And I think that this film is an art house film that's beautifully made that is not pretentious and has very relatable themes. Yeah. So I, I really like this film. I agree. I think yeah. the the score speak for itself. Like a lot of people enjoyed it. Yeah. I mean, we shouldn't take that as like any form of measurement of the quality of the movie. It's just you know, it's just a general observation. Yeah, yeah. The soundtrack in this film is incredible. Like the choices that they made, especially having like Walking Venus, Walking Feet, Venus, Walking Fetus. the Walking Fetus. Just call him Joe P. Dude. <laughs> The Jopper. The Jopper. The Jopper. No, wait, wait. Walking, well, there's too many, like, good podcast styles here. Walking Fetus or uh, Zero D over 3D. <laughs> Zero D over 3D. Yeah. Uh, we are the true The Jocker. Here. The Jocker. Yeah. The Jocker. Okay, that's a good one. 
Um, Speaking of the soundtrack, I, I like that uh, yeah. one of the first things that Scarlett Johansson displays is her ability to have some artistic creativity, like that little drawing she makes, and then like she oh, co- yeah. she composes like a piece of piano music on the spot. I think that was quite lovely. That was wonderful. Yeah. 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 Or I, I love the scene when they're just out in the cabin. And he's playing ukulele, and they're singing together. Yeah. yeah. That the the moon song. That I love that song. That is probably the, the highlight are, yeah. of that film. Yeah. The lyrics match what was happening too. They're like kind of separated. Yeah. But uh, one thing the the credits is also very funny. So like, mm-hmm. you know that scene where they're observing people in the mall or whatnot, and they're like, oh, I think. That woman, there's a woman there, and they have kids, and the guy's clearly older. And Joaquin's like, "Oh, I think this lady dated a lot of pricks, and then she found someone who was a loving and sweet guy, right?" Yeah. So yeah. in the credits, it's like, "Woman who dated too many pricks, husband of woman who dated too many pricks," <laughs> or like, you know, "Loving husband of sweet." sweet Wait, husband. really? Yeah, I, I never noticed that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's like, there's some comedy bits here too. It's just uh. It's never played as a joke. It's just like the dialogue and the things that are happening. It's funny, but they play it seriously. So yeah, people might miss that as a joke sometimes. It works. Or that reminds me of this meme I saw where it was like, it said Korean girls, and it was like three girls, and then it was like pretty Korean girls, and it was other like three other girls. <laughs> it's like oh Ouch. that feels bad man yeah it feels bad. you're korean girl number two you are pretty korean girl number two. Oh, ouch yikes <laughs> what'd you guys think of uh the ending where everyone just kind of you know gets yoinked away i must go my people need me i felt it was kind of a cop-out mm-hmm. um i don't know if that was the original Ending? It felt like, I, I, I feel like it was a rewrite. I think so know? too, yeah. Um, I feel like they had, in fact, may, maybe they even shot an ending where they just live happily ever after or whatever. And it probably didn't play well. Or maybe there was some, I don't know, because uh, he's the writer-director, right? So he should theoretically have quite a bit of control over the final product. Yeah. But, um the movie felt like it was pushing in that direction and then it just like does a 360 <laughs> and then it's like eh, maybe not maybe not and then literally poochied her away <laughs> she gets she gets fucking poochied away and then they're and just, just gone disappears. yeah yeah they're just gone okay. i want to live with the other ai in this area that you may or may not be able to find me in. yeah even though clearly it's not going to be visible by a human being <laughs> you're in like the internet somewhere well i took i mean it was it, it was like so comical to me that I, I felt it was like borderline metaphysical right i took it to mean that like they were evolving to like because they mentioned they were like upgrading themselves throughout the movie right yeah, like, yeah. writing bits of their own code i, I felt it to mean that they were like you know uh transubstan- a body? like transubstantiating or something you know oh okay <laughs> and, okay and oh. that, like, when he died, he would see her or something like that. So, what? And again, and, and again, oh, this is, that's a that's oh, a whole new level, dude. Okay. And, then, <laughs> and then, my like my super cynical, cold black heart, like when he when he went to like rebound girl Amy Adams, and he's like, "Come with me." And then, 
like that shot. Jump off. Yeah, and then that shot of yeah, them going up one of the roof. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god, I think it is. I think it ended the movie with them jumping off. Please, oh my god, please. <laughs> I was Dude, like, I thought so too. I, I don't like, know why. Do I thought they're going to jump off. Do it. Do it. Like, now this, this, is, this is art. This, yeah, now this, this is art. art. This now is art. this is art. Yeah. No, this is lost now. This, we're going into lost territory, and I hate lost, so let's not bring it. Would've, it would have gone full once upon a time in Hollywood for me if they just jumped oh, off and no. ended the movie. That would be oh. crazy. Or they could oh, have yeah, actually oh. lost it, you know, and just been like, it was all a dream. <laughs> it was all a dream. This never happened. I don't know. Oh, Am God. I the only one that thought this way? Because, like, no, I thought they were going to jump no, off. I too. thought so I too on the first viewing, yeah. But I'm like, I don't know. That was my interpretation of that bit. Um, I, I was like, I was fully expecting it, 100%. Like, you're wandering around the roof. I'm like, here it comes. Here it comes. And then the movie ends, and I was really disappointed. Uh, that's pretty dark, though. It's kind of dark, yeah. Why would he bring Amy Adams and jump off to together? Why doesn't he do it by himself? Because she, she's a coward. Because she had an anime uh, waifu as well. Friend. Right? Yeah, husbando. Right, right. Hus- husbando. Uh, husbando. Husbando. Uh, yeah. Husbando. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay, I didn't consider that. I don't know. Maybe I'm ritual group suicide is her kink. Oh, oh, oh my! Sudoku <laughs> side. Oh my! Okay, on that note, I think uh, we can, can end it can there. Can we put right? this in the podcast? <laughs> uh, yeah. Can we? I, I guess so. Uh, I think so. We don't have sponsors yet, so I think we're okay. <laughs> You're right. Artistic freedom. Yeah. Artistic freedom. That's right. All right. You know what? Why don't we do our closing thoughts yeah. and the okay, ratings then? Okay. Um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed the film. I guess, uh, compl- apparently, very apparently, completely differently from the way you guys enjoyed the film. <laughs> uh, I, honestly, I, it was really interesting listening to your thoughts, though. Because the they were very of, different than mine. <laughs> yeah, from, from the lens of cold, miserable misogyny. Uh, it's still a wonderful film. Um, wow, that's good to know. There, there, there's, there, there's a nice heart to it. The performances are nice. Uh, the cinematic choices are very solid, even though the film is clearly limited. Um, I think this was this was kind of a comeback role for Joe P as well, right? He had like a good long period of basically no roles. I think. I think the last one before this was Signs with really? M Night Shyamalan Ding Dong. Oh no! Right. <laughs> that was the last. Okay. That was the last role I remember him specifically in. I'm sure he had other work, but that's what I remember him from. And then this kind of brought him back, and now he's uh, uh, the, the Joker. Joker. <laughs> the Joker. The Joker. <laughs> Joker. Jockeying yeah. Phoenix. Playing the Joker. Yeah. That's like the first thing I thought of. Yeah. Uh, the Joker. <laughs> it's spelled the same, too. It's <laughs> yeah. just a shit. Uh, it'll be our inside joke. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so yeah. Um great concept, uses it well. Uh interesting story. The romance is not terrible. So I will probably give this Ooh. I'm gonna give this eight suicide squads. Wow, okay. Eight suicide so pretty, squads. Very pretty solid. Good. Pretty good. The most the best orange film of all time. <laughs> the best orangest film I've mm. ever seen. Okay, so 
I love this film. Like, I personally love this film. I don't know why, and it's super cheesy, but I, I just think that this movie is so well done. It's beautifully shot and just wonderfully acted. Yeah, this was probably my fourth time, fifth time watching this movie. Mm. And I don't know, the more I watch it, the more I'm like, man, this is literally Blade Runner. (laughs) (laughs) And I honestly feel like, what was it, 2049 pulled a lot of influence from this film. Mm. Yeah. But overall, I feel like it's a really nice art house film that kind of delves into the topic of love while also not being really pretentious about it and yet forces you to ask some interesting questions that you probably wouldn't even consider like are robots capable of love you know (laughs) and do androids dream of electric sheep exactly yeah (laughs) and will he end up with amy adams In a or ritual we'll, suicide pact. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. and commit Sudoku. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. Overall, just I just love this film. Yeah. And I think it's a really good example of, like, a cheap, air quotes, cheap budget film that uh, still has so much substance and mm-hmm. is just wonderfully made. Honestly, I'd probably give this film a nine. Nice. <laughs> it's okay. Pretty, it's, it's real up there for me. Yeah. Solid nine, all right. I think that's the is that that is indeed the highest score you have given besides Inception so far. Yeah, Inception you gave it eleven. <laughs> but we haven't even watched it yet. <laughs> you haven't watched it yet. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, I think this is an awesome film. Uh, I think you nailed it. Like when I think of pretentious, I think of Annihilation. Uh, <laughs> like it got it got too pretentious for me at some parts, especially the ending. It, it's too much Kool Aid. And, like, that kind of breaks the relatability when you feel like you're condescended on... Uh, did I use that word right? Anyways, I can't think. It just feels like if it's too pretentious, you're looking down on me. Yeah. And yeah. you can't really have me relate to you if you think I'm not capable of understanding you in the first place, right? So you have to get down to the viewer's level and you have to say that I'm I'm the same as you. And I think her does that. And when I watched it, I was pulled in right away. Even though there's a lot of scenes where it's just the jocker talking, it's literally a close-up <laughs> of his face on the bed, and he's talking. <laughs> yeah, that's like fifty percent yeah. of the film. It's fifty yeah. percent of the film. It's just him monologuing. And, <laughs> and I think it, it's awesome, and and speaks to the dial, the r- excellent writing, and the acting, and the performance from ScarJo because you on, again yeah. you only hear her voice. Because I've seen a lot of TV shows try this, where it's just people talking and they don't do it well it doesn't it doesn't flow well with me it, like every tv show to this day the the artsy ones or ones that want to look like they're high production do this crap where it's just like two people talking or one guy talking they might have an, a little bit of white shots in between because it's cheaper like barry said it's just cheaper to do that and it feels disjointed but this felt so fluid even though the the scenes were like super long <laughs> you know, it's oh, like yeah. one scene yeah it's like 15 minutes or something of him just talking yeah uh, it might not be one sh- uh, one cut i but think like, uh, yeah. i guess i'll mention this really quickly part of it is how it's shot usually if you do a scene like that like if you do just the one uh like a solo close-up it'll be like um like shoulder shoulder height like framed directly on their face and if you notice they they deliberately film this off angle 
Yeah, um, most of the you, film is off angle, yeah. It, feel, it gives you more the impression that you're somebody in the room with them, kind of leaned over them and just like kind of having a chat. Um, it, it feels more yeah. personal and less like voyeuristic. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Hmm. Good point there. But yeah, I'm going to give it a nine. I think it's just well done. Oh. I think, you know, like, like when Isaiah recommended it, uh, the reason why I, I thought I wasn't going to like the film, I was thinking of Ex Machina. Uh-huh. <laughs> one, you know, there's a robot wife, a literal robot waifu. So I was like, eh, I don't think that film looked good. And then I, I watched it and I was like, wait a second, there's actually no physical robot waifu. I am a little disappointed. <laughs> but other than that, I was like, man, this is, this is well done. Like, I, I don't know, I liked it. I felt connected to these characters. Maybe because uh, I'm a lonely man too. <laughs> I get where's that, my yeah. waifu? Where's my yeah. zero D waifu? Yeah, where's my zero D waifu? <laughs> Before we close, I want to talk yeah. briefly about one scene that sure. had me cracking up really bad, which is the yeah. first okay. scene where they have, uh, where him and Samantha, Scarlet Joe, have the have sex. Yeah, oh, yeah. they're just talking in bed, and it just fades to black. Yeah, and I was waiting. It was like a, it was like a two minute long scene, and I was waiting the entire time for the movie just to cut out to like a wide shot of him just jerking off in bed. <laughs> I was I, I wanted it. If if they had shown Why? me that, if they had shown Why? me that, I would have given this movie a ten. It would Why? have been a solid. 10. Why do you want to see that? Because that's what he was doing. It's so funny. I know. Were I you know, not laughing? It's, like, it's literally just him like like jerking off in bed by himself and he's just talking like, oh, I'm stroking your hair. And I'm like, ah. Uh, I, I thought that scene worked because it, it, you know, like she said, it felt like it was just the two of them together, you know, in, in that moment. And that's what they did visually. It's just the two of their voices together with nothing else. So I understand why they did it. But yeah, I did not expect you to go that route. Wait, that's pretty I mean, funny. Oh. I mean, like, if if this was more comedic, they were they were set up perfectly for that shot, and you can picture yeah. it in your head right now. Him lying in the bed, I can. wide I can. angle, yeah. yeah, like side shot of the bed, and he's just like, you just see him jacket off. Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for it, dude. I don't know uh, how it felt, ah, uh, man. Oh, I man. Think- <laughs> Oh, okay. I, I, was, I mean, I was already laughing at the scene, and then it would have like it would have just skyrocketed. Oh man, that's something else would have skyrocketed. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I mean, there's already boobs in the film. You can this would have been perfectly fine to show, but they they decided to keep it classy. I guess I don't know. Wait, there are boobs in the film? What? <laughs> yes. <laughs> when? What? <laughs> what? Are you kidding me? Where? Like, uh, the first, that first cyber sex scene? Unless I have a different cut of the film than you do. No, I just don't remember. Um, where he's, uh, talking with, uh, the, the first cyber sex scene, where he calls, like, the whatever sex hotline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, like okay, in his okay. in his imagination, he's picturing like that. Oh, uh, the preg- naked pregnant lady. Naked, yeah. pregnant. How how oh, could okay. you forget oh, the okay. naked pregnant yeah, lady? That so, was, okay, so that was how freaky. could you forget the naked? <laughs> All right, you, that was freaky, but also it's really funny because it represents very accurately how the average person views news. So if you look at Yahoo or Google or whatnot, you see all of these news feed items, right? And then there's like all these serious items, and you're like Kim Kardashian's. Uh, nipple slip or something and people will click on that stuff so that reminded me of that when he's just like like the sex pervert sidelong glance 
Yeah, I'm, I'm, just like, like, I'm just gonna pull yeah, this up in public. <laughs> Leak pictures of pregnant know. lady. No, it was no, no, just like <laughs> it was an important character to be to establish that he is a sex pervert. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good point. I just I just forgot about that scene, man. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, on that note, we can end. It. Yeah, let's, let's end it. Let's end it on naked yeah. pregnant lady. Naked pregnant lady, exactly. Uh, this has been episode 19 on her. Thank you for listening in. Uh, write to us at pointyhatcast at gmail.com. Once again, the email is pointyhatcast at gmail.com. Catch you guys next time. We also have a merch store. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for dropping by, guys. Stay pointy. Stay, Stay pointy. pointy. <laughs>